Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about the power of a woman and the complexities that come to it. So when I say the power of women, the power of Black women, ladies, what comes to your mind? Ooh, I just think about our greatness, just all the wonderful mothers and grandmas and just yeah. all the Black women in positions of power. I think about, you know, being in Houston, we had all those women who became uh, judges. And, you know, you remember that period? I think was it early this year or was it last year? Yes. Last year. I just think about everything, all of it. Our ancestors, our daughters, our cousins, our sisters, our, just everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm with Kobe. I'm with Kobe. She, like, literally all encompassed it all, like, seriously i'm just thinking about our strength our 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 compassion like our our willingness to to go out here and get it like no matter what what all the obstacles and barriers it's just like when a black woman got her mind made up (laughs) oh you already know like i can run through a brick wall with 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 the amount of of passion that's inside of my soul like and i just it all just is a spiraling effect from all the powerful black women that has been monumental in my life. Like Kobe said, like family members, my aunts, my grandmother, uh, just, just everybody, just every Oprah, Auntie Oprah, even though she hate when people call her Auntie Oprah, but Auntie Oprah, um, Beyonce's like, I, I just, I just feel like Kamala's, you know, it's, it's more of us out here. We just constantly being birthed every, every second. Yes, I totally agree. And that's exactly like how this topic came to be because, you know, Kamala Harris, she is our vice president, not only the first black vice president, the first woman vice president, period, and the first Southeast Asian vice president. She has like, she did three things (laughs) one, the first Jamaican, Uh you know, and so (laughs) the first, right? Yes. And then with Stacey Abrams, like, yo. I was just, I was just like, wow. I felt like, and I don't want to sound like my uh, big, big ego or big, big headed, but I was like, I could see me in them or yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, wow. It's just like, if they can do this, I can do amazing things in my life, in my area of expertise or whatever I have in my mind that I think is too big. Seeing that made me realize it's not the strength of a woman is like unmatched okay let's talk about it and like when y'all are just calling out all those people's names I think about my mom I think about my grandma I think about Harriet Tubman I think about Dion Ivory like these are Alex L like all these like women come to mind and these are all women from different generations some people I know some people I don't but it's just like wow and Instagram I feel like is a very good place to be able to see how powerful black women are it um based on like how you curate your feed who are you following and so I follow a lot of amazing powerful creative 
black women that inspire me every day. And I'm just like, seeing that makes me realize I can do anything and everything I want. I deserve luxury. I deserve love. I deserve happiness. I deserve a career of my dreams. Like I deserve just abundance of life. And that is the power of a black woman. There's so many things. So um, I just want to, I just want to cover that. And the reason why I just feel like as black women or women in general, and I, I go back and forth between the two because being powerful, the word powerful sometimes has a negative connotation. Um, like powerful, like for black women, oh, she's too aggressive or powerful as in she's so powerful. She's such a leader. She doesn't deserve other things like love or children and stuff like that. So there's like sometimes powerful, powerfulness is tied to a negative connotation, but being able to see women in power, but also have all the other things and also be soft. It just really, it's just, they're just so beautiful. Do y'all have any hiccups about being powerful or do y'all feel like y'all have tapped into your power? Not really. Um, I don't know. That's a tricky question. Mm -hmm. Do I feel like I've tapped into Mm. yes and no like because as a girl you know just that transition from I'll say this um I was a debutante whenever um so I knew like becoming a woman was like a big thing but still even at that age we did it what when we were seniors in high school so 17, 18 years old, like, you know, they taught, we did an etiquette class. We went and volunteered. We, you know, talked about posture and, you know, different things like, you know, we, it was just a whole bunch of classes and group activities that we did together. And, you know, they tried to, you know, implement that in us and really show us, you know, how we're supposed to act and, you know, present ourselves as women. But I really didn't truly understand the power of being a woman until, you know, I got older and, you know, you start step, stepping into certain rooms and you see how, you know, things shift, you know, how people, you know, like, Ooh, okay. You know, <laughs> or when you see, how people as a black woman people react to you when you react a certain way or when you don't react a certain way so it, I don't know like it took so yes like it took some time like I understood as a you know even as a teenager like okay it's something about this like we have a whole ceremony about transitioning to being a woman but you know it wasn't until I got older that I really stepped into that and owned that yeah, I definitely think it's about owning it. Mm -hmm. For sure. I just feel like, you know, I feel like it's an evolutionary kind of thing. Like Kobe was saying, like you at 18 or 17, 18, you really may not have really knew your true power. But I think, you know, especially doing something like such as being a debutante, it really does give you that 
that well-rounded view. It gives, it's like a, a, um, a blueprint kind of. I, I, I think it's a powerful, powerful tool that, that is, is, it should be exercised. But when you move, I just think based on your life experiences, those experiences as a woman being put in certain situations, those are the true defining moments that really cultivate you as a woman that's, that shows you like, maybe, okay, maybe this works when I, you know, behave or act in this manner or, oh no, this is not working. So let me not do that anymore. And, and one of the things I like to say is, you know, for me growing up, a lot of things I just kind of, I, I just adapted and it was, I like to use the saying, ignorance is bliss. And because a lot of through a lot of, of just my upbringing, I was kind of living in a, a very, I don't even know the word. I was living more so with tunnel vision, if you will. Like I didn't, I knew that there were, were, you know, being a black woman, that there were certain things that you should or should not do or, or labels, but I never really truly took on and paid attention and carried that baggage. So like, let's say for instance, when I speak in meetings or when I, when I'm, you know, when I'm having to move in certain powers, I'm being evaluated by, by, by higher ups and things of that nature. I don't really even think about, you know, like the certain limitations that black women have, like, oh, she gonna be aggressive if she say this or she gonna do, I'm just thinking like, you know, forget the labels. This is just how Jasmine feel. This is how I feel. This is, I'm not, and, and I, maybe that's a, a, a bad way of going about it, or I'm not really necessarily sure, but I know that it does help me move a lot more freer. Um, it helps me move freely in the environment and it makes me, you know, not feel like I can't talk because I'm going to be stereotyped or it doesn't make me feel like I'm going to, I can't do a certain thing. Like I know for, for hair was, you know, is always been as a black woman, the ethnic, um, the, 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 ethnic, the ethnicity hair transition has always been one of those things, especially for us but right now. I don't think those, I think those limitations are kind of already out the door. But I never even, even before, when back when it was limitations, I just kind of saw it as, you know, this is what I wanted to take on. But then when the outside world started to put the limitations on, even, you know, I've, I've talked about this in past podcasts, like even family members was trying to like, hey, do you know what you're doing? You know, you black, you can't do that. And you, know, you have to have your perm, your straight wrapped and pressed. And I'm like, oh what 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 they got to do with anything i just know i want my hair like this so let me just so it was just kind of like a really like i i was living in my own world <laughs> like if i should say that like i just wanted to do me and and flow so i just i think it all just comes when we tap into our power as black women just being authentic just being authentic being open to know that like hey some things you do may it may not be the right way for a professional environment or for a workplace setting and being able to adjust and adapt so that you know you can move freely but then also not confiding yourself so much so to the point where you don't even know or you lose who you are you lose your voice you lose your expression yeah so i'm, I'm constantly tapping in my power to to, to answer the question that limitations part that's real just I mean and the thing is like you can tell when certain people and not just white people but just others haven't been around a lot of black people because they're like you know asking you certain questions about your hair you know just just the way your way of living and so 
that is like where I'm like, you know, people are judging, you know, as based off of, you know, well, they're judging black people based off of, you know, this one encounter, you know, with me or, you know, somebody else, you know, so that is where, you know, where it's like, okay, I gotta, gotta, you know, represent for the black people, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But if I can be real with you, like, and, and sorry to say, it does, it is some Black women out there that do really, really fall into the lines of these categories of these stereotypes. Yeah. And if you encounter, and, and I don't think it's all law of attraction, because if you get one stereotype and now you're expecting all Black women to behave that way, you're most likely going to attract other Black women that behave that same way. So you're getting five, six, seven, eight, 29, 30 encounters, and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm so Black women, they just act like that. But then, and then when they do come across that, that I don't want to call us an anomaly, but a, a, a Black woman that does do things differently, mm-hmm. they're shocked. They're like, why are you not behaving like all the other mm-hmm. Black women that I do with the snappy attitudes and whatever the case may be yeah well I feel like this um I like the fact that you don't put limitations on like you don't walk into the room as like oh this is what they're gonna think about me or something like that 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 is power it's just showing up for your as yourself and knowing that that's enough and and it may be that sometimes those limitations are just our own and um no one's even thinking about your hair no one's thinking about your skin and it it just varies with what room you're in some rooms they are going to be looking at you sideways some other rooms they're going to be like very welcoming but in any room you have to like you were saying jazz be yourself because when you're authentically yourself when you're authentically knowing that you're worthy that's when you could see who is for you and who is not. We talk about this all the time. If someone is can't handle you, then they could see their way out or you just know that you don't need to pay attention to them anymore or you need to move different. Like based off of how people treat you, um, you move accordingly, okay? And that's your power. Um, and so I think that what you said is really, really strong because it's just like you cannot allow society what people see on tv dictate how you act how you show up um and what you think about yourself you have to come into the room and rather in 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 and i want to clarify to where like when y'all are saying like showing you know snappy attitude and stuff like that you know, if anybody has a, whether you're a black woman or white woman or, or any kind of woman, just being, uh, just being like a snappy attitude is not a good thing. Uh, as opposed to if you show up and you're loud, that's fine. Like if that's you, cause that's me, like I'm loud. I'm like, Hey y'all, this is what we should do. Da, 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 da. I'm kicking. I'm boom. But if you don't like it, <laughs> that's on you because at the end of the day, I know what I bring to the table. I know I'm coming from a good place, but I can see if it's like, you know, it just depends on where you're at. So I don't want to say, I don't want to say like some of these stereotypes that we have, not all of them are negative and some of them are true. Some of, yeah, we laugh loud. Yeah, we are a, a, a tribe. Yeah, we talk with our hands. Yeah, we use different language, but that doesn't, that doesn't make us 
lower than anyone that some that actually brings life to it that's the culture that's why everybody want to act like us and so and so while people may look down on some of those things i want them, them to know like if that's how you are there's power in that like there's power in the way you talk there's power in the way you walk there's power in the way you wear your hair the way your skin glistens okay black woman because although they may look down on it they're going to be trying to reduplicate it on tiktok the next day so that's what I got to say that on that on that. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's just like because you know, we are people talk about black folks, but they just always try to duplicate it. And what I'm saying, if there's no harm coming across cross in anything, if you're not giving an attitude for no reason, if you're not being malicious it's okay to be who you are i think so and i think we should be and i think as we grow on social media and it and it does depend on you know whether you're in corporate america and things of that nature because i'm in a very creative yeah. space so i five years ago i was wearing an afro you know i walked into an interview like that it didn't matter to me you know so but i was in a different space like a creative space so you kind of just have to know where you're at um so that's, that's, that's what I was going to touch on based on your environment. Um, and I tell my students this all the time. I know a lot of them like walking around, hey, so miss, we not going to do this work today. I'm like, y'all, or wearing crop tops to class. I'm like, you cannot come in here with a crop top on. Go, 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 uh -uh. go, go call your mama to bring you a new shirt. And the, the thing I'm trying to say is, in certain environments we do need to know how to wear those different hats we have to wear many hats y'all as and then this is not even just as black women this is as all, all women we have to learn to wear many hats and we have to know when to be presentable and when you know to let loose and go wild because you're with your friends and so that is a matter of i mean of, 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 and, and you always just have to understand what space are you in like if you're in that creative space and your job cause for you to be you know loud and vibrant and just creative and, and be you know you're like 100 percent authentically i want to tell people not to be themselves but it's, it's tricky because like when you're in a professional environment there's a perfect a certain professionalism that you want to uh, uh, uphold just to you know i don't want to say blend in but you know you don't want to to create certain friction unnecessary friction if it, so to speak and then if you but if you're trying it's a game it is a game and i want all black women to understand how not even just black women but I, well, really black women but all women to um really to really i'm speaking from personal experience because i even have to tell my nieces and nephews or mainly nieces and nephews but my niece is like okay come on y'all I understand you want to do this and you want to you want to wear the little shorty shorts but if we going to to a fine star restaurant or to church i'm gonna need you to you know switch it up a little bit like come on like let's have some some cool about ourselves let's have some some you know some pride and so i think it does take a great deal of, of women that got some sense that does that don't judge those that 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 may not been exposed we don't know upbringings and and environmental um your environment that you're raised in maybe you wasn't taught these certain set 
of expectations or boundaries or how to have an inside voice and an outside voice and a party voice and a best friend voice and a, a voice with your coworkers and a voice with your higher ups. And so maybe it's all about learning how to navigate and wear those mini hats and code switch. That's what I wanted to really talk about. Knowing how to code switch, that will get us so much further in life because everyone do it. White people, black people, Asian people, Chinese people, it don't matter. A lot of people are code switching based on what environment that they're in. Now, if you want to be a rapper and your, your job description entails you to be this way, then maybe your code switch needs to be that 365. But if you got to go, you know, to support your rap dream, you got to go put on this suit and tie then you're going to have to learn how to code switch so that you can fuel your dream. So, yeah, I just wanted to touch on code switching because that's, that's really key because sometimes we get, oh, I'm myself, I'm going to be myself, no matter what environment I'm in, y'all better take me as I am. And it's like, okay, we can take you as I am, but then you want to be someone that you can, that's easy to work with, to work with the team, to, to be able to flow. You can have disagreements without being disrespectful. Yeah, I totally agree. And the last thing I'm going to say on that is um, in a few, in my past previous jobs, I, you know, was like, why am I not able, like, I know I'm capable of being able to, you know, take on these leadership positions, but I couldn't. And, you know, before I left the, you know, someone told me and they were like, the reason you, you know, didn't make it to where you probably, you know, wanted to be is because, you know, you're able to connect with, you know, the, these people and these, you know, the women in the roles, but, you know, it's like a lot of the higher ups were white men. And so they were just like, they felt like, you know, you were a little bit uptight, you know, they, they, they couldn't connect with you. So like, I had to really learn y'all how to, to connect with white men. I don't know what it is, but that was a struggle for me. And, That's good. you know, trying to find that common ground with, you know, because as a women, you know, it's certain things you can talk about in certain ways you could connect with them and, oh, you know, you have siblings. Okay. You have a family, you're a mother, I'm a mother, you know, you're, you know, it's ways you can connect and find that common ground. Oh, you like to skate. Okay. I like to swim. Okay. You like to play, you know, it was hard when it came to white it was like they had certain experiences and did certain talked about certain things you know that I had so it took me you know like exposing myself to other things other than just what I was comfortable with and to be able to connect with them so yeah Mm. talk about about it that's that's so good that you mentioned that Kobe like like that's I think that's my my barrier that I'm trying to overcross right now in <laughs> yeah, life sure. and things like that but because that's real though when you think about it these are things that we don't even think about because it's so normal and for other people that you know because it's basically about shared experiences and that's why in, in all the little self-help and motivational books I read they often say just because you like reading one literature and like like watching one type of specific genre or go and force yourself to read something about fishing or force yourself to read something about space dynamics i don't know like just completely off the grid that you wouldn't because you never know when you could just start holding and bouncing a conversation back and forth with somebody that's interested in that thing and so you own something big 
Look, hanging out with Kyle has definitely helped me because I'll be pulling, I'll be like, okay, we fishing, I'm asking questions. Like, okay, what kind of ride it? What is this? What do we, this is freshwater, saltwater, all right, what type, you know, equipment do we need? I'm, look, he cooking and outside grilling and doing certain things. I'm asking questions. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm gonna know what I'm talking about next time somebody, you know? (laughs) Yes, that's good. That's so good. Yeah. That's so interesting. I never dealt with straight white men in a job place, so I don't know. I don't, I've never, well, maybe my first job, but it was a nonprofit, so I guess things were very different. Um, so I, I really don't know about anything in that space about like connecting, but I realized like mm-hmm. growing, as I'm growing and evolving as a woman, I feel my heart is more open to everybody, <laughs> if that makes sense. And I like feel the need not the need, but like the want to really just get to know everyone in every space. Like, oh, going working at Be Busy, I want to learn more about you know transgender and the LGBT community, and and then now like working with other people, I want I'm more open to working with like knowing the experiences of people that aren't just Black women or Black men. And, and it's only because I just know there's so much power in just, it's, there's power in Black community being together, but it's also power in just connecting with other people, um, because that's the way we're really going to be able to get unified and be able to, like, get, realize, like, oh, we're not that different, um, and we could work together for the, the greater good. And I think, like, as women, we are connectors like we are able to connect with with other people and nurture relationships and i think it's it's good to tap into it and and you'll your mind will expand your experience will expand your learning will expand (laughs) you know god didn't put us all here on this earth just to be you know separate from each other all right your connections will expand as well like it, it, I think we, we really were created to, I mean, I, was, I know in America we would be lying if we didn't acknowledge the fact that race is our Achilles heel, although that's one of the things that make us the most powerful countries at the same time. It's, it's like a blessing and a curse in it of itself, but I truly know that we weren't, we're all way, way more alike than we are different if we like remove the the external labels like we all want the best for our family we all want you know and and it wasn't until because i think me working at the school that i work at is predominantly hispanic but the staff is we have a very diverse staff is mainly hispanic and white is the i mean and we have a lot of i don't know we have really diverse staff group if i would say but like I've always had to being in in the biology department. I've always worked with a, a vast group of white, a vast group of Hispanic, and so with, with knowing that, and, and and so with being in that space, and and even with my students, majority Hispanic, just wanting to help them, not, like not even caring what color they are, and and when they come to me, they don't care what color I am. They well, most of them don't like you. You will get. Um, oh, miss, you making me do this because I'm his fan. I'm like, boy, if you don't sit your behind down, I'm making everybody do this in the whole classroom. But it's like, for the most part, though, you you really develop these strong connections and like them telling you that you're your favorite teacher in spite of what race 
they are and like it doesn't even matter when all that is said and done what matters is you know me wanting to see them do the best they can me wanting to you know see them thrive I had one of my students on yesterday today I was about to say Friday but on Friday tell me like miss like because I've been showing them I've been having motivational Mondays where I show them a motivational video and then they have to write their goals and tell me like their weaknesses and tell me how they're gonna turn those weaknesses into strengths and like we've been like starting to do that on a more frequent basis I just started we did like two already and so after class yesterday I did one on Friday and I called it thankful Friday because we were going into Thanksgiving and then one of my students just stayed after class and he was like miss I, I want to go to college and I was like and he's a senior and I was like okay like yeah like what do you want to do and he's like I want to find a college that's um good in architecture and so we were talking he's like but I don't know where to start because you know college is not something normal in my in family like you know normally we just go into business like he was telling me he's been working in his dad's company like doing flooring and carpeting and um for like years since he was like I think you said 11 and so I was just like wow that's an amazing trade like even to have in it of itself and so I, we were just talking and just like you know seeing the growth and the development that that was just a rewarding experience it didn't care I didn't it didn't matter to me what his race was it just made it made a difference that like someone in the youth is and because of, he told literally told me I inspired him to you know see, seek out other bigger and larger goals in life outside of just you know working in his dad's business which I kept trying to reiter reiterate like that is really good that your dad's a business but he was like you know I just want to try something new and I'm like that is amazing and so if more people if more of us could just see that all we want to do is just be successful and be able to help and give back to our families instead of looking at the the mundane things like the color of our skin like that really truly don't even matter at the end of the day like when it's all said and done it really does not but it does at the same time but for representation purposes <laughs> it does but it, it, it's deeper it's so much deeper like I feel like it our skin does matter but the unity is so much deeper it's so much deeper but that's just me no, both of y'all hit on some great points and it just made me think about our power as women and how we influence and contribute or uh, encourage men. So not just our partners or, you know, our family members, but even in the workspace, like that is one of our powers is that we really do have the power to influence and change the game. Like I think about this movie called The Adjustment and, um, if y'all haven't checked it out, definitely recommend it. It's really good. But it's really about this one woman who, like, because of this one interaction with this man, she inspired him to give a speech. Like, he was a political figure or whatever. And if that interaction didn't happen, he wouldn't have gave the speech. He wouldn't have been the person that he was. He wouldn't have changed the world how he did. He wouldn't have, you know. So it was just like, he had to run into this person and so the movie is a lot deeper than that it's like these they have these a team of people that set up these interactions to make sure that the world basically you know goes on it doesn't you know destruct itself 
And that was one of the interactions that they had that had to happen. This man had to meet this woman. And it's just a symbol to me of just how powerful we are, like as women, like we have the power to, you know, tempt a man to, to, you know, to do, you know, something not so well, you know, to bring him down, to drag him down. But we also have the power to encourage him to speak life into him, to, you know, turn that house into a home, to take that, those groceries and turn it into a meal, you know, to take those ideas and, you know, birth it into a business or into something great, you know? Yeah. Like we really do have that power. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's really good for us to know that power because it just, it just shapes the way you walk through life and like, and it's, it's just good to have people to black, like black women have really been black women and also black men. When I say like my brother, like have really been who have made me realize like who I am and my power and my value. Cause they affirm that every single day, like not nah, if like you, you got this, you're worth more than this. No, go for it and stuff like that. And then, and then it just finally clicked like, wait, I am the dictator like of my life. I am worthy. I am valuable. And and if it hadn't been for a black woman to like say you need to be paid more, this is too low. If they if my mom wasn't saying you'll be great in the land, you could do anything. If my brother wasn't like, no, you're when he says like you're amazing and it's just it just really it reaffirms like, oh, okay, this is true. And now I have the power. So like now when I walk in the room, when one time, one day I was undervaluing myself, I'll no longer do that. As I walk in a room, I don't look down as if like men are higher than me or, or I need to impress them, but they might need to impress me <laughs> now, you know, they, cause I have it. Like you, it's like the power of knowing like you got it and you embody everything you need and and it's um it's a it's a joy to be around me <laughs> it's a it's, it's valuable to be around me or to have you in my life and this is just whether that's a work setting whether that's a relationship whether that's a friendship and so walking with that power it allows you to know what like I said earlier like when who who are you gonna let take your time and I'm talking about both work and, and relationship and friendship and who won't because at the end of the day when you know your power and you have confidence in yourself and you know your value you know you're worthy then you just don't allow certain things um and you shouldn't but also that's just one thing you also know that you can produce good things that you're able to do amazing things and why I bring up other women so much and what they do is because it's just such an encouragement for me it's like oh you could do that that means I can too like um I just see it so much that I'm just like it makes it click in your mind like you can do it I can too and that's why it's so important for people to share their testimonies to share when they're doing good and share what they're going through because that encourages the next woman to be all that she can be so uh it's just like there's just i've been learning that especially this year in 2020 
Mm. So I have a question. So that made me think, how, how do we get to that knowing or how have you ladies got to that knowing of your power? How do, how do you, how, what, what are some practices? What are some things that y'all do so that y'all can get to, to knowing like your value, your worth? What do you think has, has, well, I know you mentioned Tiff, like your mom and speaking life and your brother speaking life. So in, a, in addition, or Kobe, maybe you can add on to it now. Like, what are some things that, that helped you walk in your power along this journey? Because I know we don't get there just by, you know, waking up one morning and be like, I'm powerful. It, it was certain things. I'm glad you brought that up um, because it is a very, and that's why I love life. Because, and that's why I, before we got on the podcast, I was talking about, oh, so feeling, oh, we about to do it. And I was excited because it's just crazy how your mind shifts from from when you're born to when you're a kid to when you're a teenager, mid-20s, late late 20s, you know, onward and on forth. Because the, the amazing thing about life is you keep learning, you keep getting better, you keep evolving. There's so much potential. And I was listening to Bob Proctor and he was like, uh, and Lewis House, and Lewis House like, will you ever reach your potential? And he was like, no because we have infinite potential. And that's the cool thing about life. So now it's just like, what I saw last year or just a few months ago, I'm now seeing, I, now I see something different. Like for, for last year or a few months ago, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I know I need to write things down. I know I need to speak things into existence. I know, I know, I know. Now I'm like, oh, I see these, I wrote this down it happened now i see these other people doing this you have to see it you have to visualize it you have to see it people have to know i'm like well <laughs> i can do that now i'm like oh, oh, oh it's really possible because i i'm seeing it so much i'm like now i embodying it i can feel it i can see it and i believe it when i write it down and so and i believe it when i say it i believe it when i visualize it because back then it was like, I'm gonna write it down, let's see if it happens. Now I'm like, oh, when I write things down, it happens. And so, and, that's, and that comes from surrounding yourself with women who empower you, surrounding yourself on your feed with the books that you read, with the podcasts that you listen to. Really, what are you putting into your soul? That's what you have to ask yourself. And then also knowing when, who to go to. So like, um, I was asking somebody, I was just asking my friends, Tiana and Safia, shout out to y'all girls, I know y'all be listening, but uh, about like how much I should charge for a certain thing. And they're like, oh, Tiff, you do this, 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 and this. I'm like, dang, you're right. I do deserve that. And I think it's a thing about deserve. You think a lot of times we are, we don't think that we deserve something or I'm not good enough or you know you're good, but you just like, but would they give me this? But it's like, yeah, you don't have to put a, like, put those limiting thoughts to the side and it's a practice every single day. And so that's why I'm just so grateful for the uh, evolution. And so, so soulmates, if you're listening now and you're like, I'm not there yet, it's okay because you will get there. One day it will spark, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. That's no, good. I totally agree. It's the same. Like it's been different instances in my life that has transitioned and made me like transcend in that in that power. 
Um, some of them were books like The Secret, The Alchemist, like those books really transformed my mind and my thinking. Um, like Tiff was saying, just being able to write down certain goals, accomplish those goals, like that really just, it, it puts a confidence in you that just is nobody can take from you it's just oh no I can do this like once I write it down once I believe it like she said once I see it once I know once I've seen somebody else do it like nothing can stop me from seeing or believing that I can do it um another big thing was our healthy like lifestyle transition like once I was able to recognize and realize that okay my I am so much more than a size or a number on the scale or just this you know sex symbol you know I am a human like I'm a my body is a temple like is is it it was made to produce life you know like we were talking about earlier it is it's, it's so much more valuable than just this aesthetic and the curves or whatever. Like once I understood that I became more motivated to take care of myself and to take care of my skin, my eyes, my, my you know, hearing, my teeth, my hair, you know, um, just every part of me from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. Like I was just like, okay, I am valuable. I am worth something. So like, you know, when people see me, they see my flesh. They, this is what they see. So I just wanted to take care of that and really own that and really, you know, present the best version, you know, of myself. So that was a big thing. And then, you know, becoming pregnant, like just within this year recently, being pregnant, it just made me realize, you know, exactly what Tiff was talking about earlier with her mom is that, you know, my duty as a parent is to really help my child form that positive belief about themselves, mm. about life, about other people, because it's, it's imperative. It is, as mm. we see with Tiffany and how she is and how great and wonderful she is. And, you know, even with ourselves, like it's important for us to have a positive belief about ourselves a positive mm. outlook about ourselves and our lives because it really affects how we go about and do things in this world mm. so true so so true two two major things that y'all just said that really just stood out to me is once you identify within yourself once you're able to truly because from what i'm understanding it is great to have people that's around you that's speaking life into you, but it's like until what they say click and register and you believe it for yourself, that's when you really stepping into your true, true power. You see the value, the value. Ooh, cause like Kobe was saying, the value is so much more than just this external shell that we have. And like one thing y'all both, touched on about the knowledge that you gained out of out from books the knowledge that we we gained from podcasts you know youtube video i mean we joke about it all the time but youtube is youtube university right now i'm just saying like we get so much 
not like I'm not lying when I was in college y'all YouTube I would literally go to my lectures in class and I go type in that subtopic on YouTube what I just learned and it literally helped me learn all the stuff I just learned in class 30 minutes ago but no seriously it's, it's something about when you get this knowledge and and, and through the books, y'all, through that literature, the books is one thing that has stood from the test of time. We still have literature from thousands of years ago that we still read onto today, and it still applies so, so strong in our lives. And because with, with it, and it makes me think of the saying, knowledge is power. And I wanted to bring this up, and we, we were talking about this earlier today, right before, we'll be having pre-podcast before the podcast, but basically, um, I wanted to talk about how us as Black people, we, we know that systematic oppression is real, we know that there are certain systems that has literally tried to keep us out from wealth, that has, you know, structures in place that tried to keep us away from power, and tried to keep us, you know, like, you, as far out of out of thriving as 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 we possibly can, but to evade that system, I want to say, and this is probably why we wasn't allowed to read for so long, is when you get that knowledge, like like when you're reading these books or listening to these audio books and listening to these podcasts that drop in real life gems, nobody can take that away from you. No one because once you soak up, it's just like oh only thing and they talked about this the only reason why we are most likely why we fear some things not all things some fear is good but the reason why we fear a lot of things maybe like maybe you fear buying a house because we don't have the knowledge yet maybe you fear going uh start a company is because you probably haven't had the knowledge maybe you fear you you fear certain aspects of life but when when you got when you've been studying for your test and you've been preparing you you just kind of shrug it off like oh i'm good i got this like i'm pretty sure someone can offer it to a social media job and you're not gonna be scared like i don't know if i can do this i don't know like if i'm well qualified yeah because you know like oh i didn't study i didn't put in the work i didn't i got all the knowledge there is to not all there is to know but i got a great plethora of knowledge in this one particular area so i know i can almost do this in my sleep and so I encourage us to get knowledge of ourselves, get knowledge of whatever it is that we want to do in life, because the system can only hold you down if you don't build yourself up. So if we building ourselves up with, with knowledge and, and, and just learning, because I'm going to give us an example, like I'm going to give an extreme example. Uh, so with the whole the whole Trump tax cut. He paid only a hundred, I mean, $750, whatever in taxes. And it's like, instead of us being emotional and being like, oh, what he did is wrong. And, but when we fact check it, I'm sorry to say guys, but it's most likely probably legal what he did. It's not illegal. And the reason why is because the wealthy has been exposed to certain levels of knowledge. I mean, and I won't even say they have been exposed because the knowledge is available to us as well. It is. It's just sometimes we choose not to even delve into the knowledge or we don't even think about it. We don't even know where to start. We don't even know how to even get to, to learn. But, but, but what I will say is we live in an information age. And one way he probably did, I don't know if it's the whole way he did it, but did y'all know, and I talk about this on all podcasts, because I really, I'm, I'm looking into it heavily right now, but there's something in real estate 
and he's a he's known for his real estate investing there's something called a 1031 exchange y'all and i want y'all to know how powerful this 1031 exchange is and i wrote it down somewhere but this allows you to um to avoid paying taxes on your investment property it has to be investment keyword investment property if you agree to reinvest the money that you gain from your property on new property so basically it's like a balloon you 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 become your own bank the bank allows you to say okay i want to spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars here okay i can borrow a new a whole nother two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and as long as i'm buying another property i'm not going and buy a yacht with this and going on vacay and splurging i'm a family as long as you agree that you're going to use this to and so think about it. if you watch rings repeat that cycle over and over again until you own 80 properties and then look this is how the this is why we got to get into laws because there's hardcore literature laws have written about this it will allow you to defer those taxes guess for how long y'all wow. for life for life and so, that's all like what so you look and appear like you swimming in debt but in actuality all you have to do is die pass those assets to your your offspring in a trust and guess what the taxes go away they go away i'm like that's crazy i so it's like free money that's being given and we don't know this stuff we don't even know that this is even a thing to even start it's like where do i even start with something like that like how do i even who do i consult with like but it's 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 so much knowledge out there so much so many things that we ain't even scratched the surface because we don't well, either we haven't been exposed we haven't read the right books and i got this out of the robert kiyosaki's uh got to got to i really like some it's not the cash flow quadrant or maybe it is the cash flow quadrant it's the yes the cash flow quadrant i think you talk about it in this one or is either the one that is not rich that put that he don't talk he don't get that deep in this one he gotta go to another one but i'm just saying y'all it's 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 knowledge out here and when we have this knowledge it's like i'm gonna give y'all another example i was buying a um i was buying some jewelry a gold some gold jewelry i went to the jeweler and the jeweler tried to like upcharge me to close to a thousand dollars and so i was like oh, look i know i know precious jewelry i got the knowledge in this area so you can't try to pull one on me like i know how much the ounce of gold i mean each ounce of gold supposed to cost for the uh, the the carrot of gold where there's 10 um 14 18 or 24 carats i'm like you can't try to run it like so the numbers so i'm over here typing up the numbers showing the dealer like okay this is what i'm actually supposed to be charged for this for, for each ounce she's just like well the gold market has rose recently because of the recession and i was like um and so long story short like they were trying to upcharge me and then i end up leaving paying literally about i told you the story like literally almost 700 dollars less but it's just because the, the knowledge, the knowledge, when we have knowledge, even when you, whatever, whatever venue you decide to go through or go to, it's like we have to learn the knowledge or the information and apply it to what we're trying to do because it don't matter what color you are, if you can show people hard core facts and maybe they might not accept it but if you go to another person show them the face maybe they might not accept it. it's like we just have to keep going to the right to different people maybe we might end up having to go to 20 people but don't get burnt out and gassed out and give up and just settle and be like the system don't work for us i'm gonna just give up i'm gonna throw the towel in
Yeah, that's so good. Knowledge is definitely power, basically. You can't get played if you know knowledge. <laughs> if you have knowledge, you know, because someone can't shortchange you. But also just knowing that even you have to start to gain knowledge, you know. So those people who want to get into real estate, social media, marketing, YouTube, whatever they you want, you know, it's okay if you don't know everything right now. By starting and reading and delving in, that's a start. Starting, like, now that I know that I undercharged, now I realize, like, oh, now going into whatever next thing I have, I will charge my worth. And so don't beat yourself up if you don't know. Just know that you'll figure it out. Like Marie Forleo said, every another powerful woman, Marie Forleo, everything is figure outable. So just figure it out. That's that's the power that we have. God gave us the power to figure things out, okay? Um I did want to say something about uh what Kobe was saying about the body. It's just because it is extraordinary and powerful. And um me and my nephew, we went to the museum, the Health and Science Museum like Thursday because it was free. And um, uh, and so they gave this like presentation on the heart, and she was just basically saying like why people have heart attacks, you know, how the heart moves, different the different components of the heart, how it pumps, and all this, the different stuff. I couldn't even really break it down to you unless I really like sit down and break it down to you. But it's just that goes into the power of like not external but internal for real, like. Our, our mere heart has so many functions and what we eat and what we drink and even stress levels have a um a very it has um an effect on our heart but it just made me think like there's so many things that are going on for us inside that we don't even know like the fact that our heart is pumping and blood and, and uh, going through our arteries and things like that it's just like the functionality inside of our body, let alone, is so amazing that we're able to walk and talk and eat and everything's functioning right. That is powerful and within itself. So when you think to yourself, oh, no, I'm not worthy. Oh, I'm not powerful. Do you know, like, the things that are going on inside of you are literally magical that you have no clue on what's going on. You don't know how you're breathing right now. You don't know how blood is pumping right now. You don't know why you could digest your food at this moment. And so just go back to that. The fact that Kobe has a living being that is being developed, like she literally is a portal into this earth for her baby boy. And now she's going to have the, the, the power to, you just cultivate, teach them all the things that they need so that they can go out into the world and so they can go out and be great and do more good in the world. Just an extension of her and Kyle. And so these are things that if you do nothing at all, even though you will be doing something if when you know your, your power, like if there's just so much that you can do, if you could think it, you can do it. Um, and what I want to say is don't stress about it because, you know, if you're putting your best foot forward, don't make things bigger than what they are. See things for what they are, the truth, and then move forward from there. At the end of the day, we are powerful, but God is more powerful. He's all everything. And we could always tap into his power and lean on his power when our power is not enough. But his power lies mm. with us as well. So you know, we always got you know, on a God note. Yeah, right. Divine power is the most ultimate power. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great, y'all. So 
what time is it it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation time y'all if this is your first time tuning in on the soul feeling podcast we always 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 end our podcast with a positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation an affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life either you're transforming your life for the good or you're transforming your life for the not so good even in the bible it states let the weak say i am strong keyword it says let the weak say so you got to say this out loud y'all it says so on those days when you feeling weak you're not feeling like your best self you're feeling sick and tired down and out you know whatever the case may be we're not gonna affirm those negative beliefs over our life we're gonna speak uplifting encouraging things i feel better i'm feeling better and better every day my situation always ends well i i just keep coming out on top whatever it may be guys speak life into your life and over your life and over that situation um i am affirming that there are well, it was three of us and i'm affirming that there are millions billions trillions and generations to come out here tuned in and we're gonna go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmation so who wants to go first i'll go i am tapping into my divine feminine power mm. I am powerful beyond measured. (laughs) I am powerful. There you go. All right, guys. (laughs) I was going to say, Tiff, let them know where to find us. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Soul feeling powerful. (laughs) Wait, wait. Soul feeling is powerful. Soul feeling is powerful. Y'all powerful. Yes, the podcast is found everywhere. We're on Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, use your power to go ahead and give us a five-star rating and write something soulful and sweet so we can keep continuing going up in the rankings. We see the numbers. We see what y'all doing. And we appreciate it. And if you aren't following us on social media, go ahead and do that now. That's Soul Filling Podcast everywhere. That's S-O-U-L-F-I-L-L-I-N-G. And, you know, we love you so much for rocking with us. We truly love you. We'll talk to you later. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. Bye. Bye.